0: Hey guys, welcome back to Can I Just Say Something, a podcast where absolutely nothing is off the table. I'm Ryan, and I'm here with Tangela and Gabby. Ladies, what's up?
1: Hey what's guys. On? Hello, hello. Can hello. I tell y'all what has a grip on me right now? What's that? Please. Skinny pop. That's what I'm over here eating. I don't you know. You got me on that. Years Listen, ago. Wait. Right. I used to eat it years ago, and I stopped because if I think it tastes like air back then, and I don't know if they've changed <laughs> the flavor or it's me that's changed. But this thing tastes like movie theater popcorn and like it's my jam no Is it, does it really mm-hmm. and i get the plain that one that not good? even the butter yes it tastes like movie theater popcorn to me like i get the, the big bag from a costco or bj's and me and the kids be over here tearing it down so if you hear munching that's what i'm munching on
2: wow <laughs> i used to like skinny pop but then i'm like popcorn just really takes a hold of my teeth and once a kernel gets stuck i'm over it
0: over it yeah you know what has a grip on me is um these like keto desserts that I've been having I'm on keto or low carb um so I think I do have a sweet tooth so like I've been obsessed with like these like keto bars and then I started doing this thing where I was mixing like whipped cream with like everything Oh, and wow. so this keto whipped cream got me yeah I've been eating a lot of whipped cream
2: I have to try that you keep but, talking about it but I love whipped cream yeah
0: you know I've lost 10 pounds and I you know what I'm 10 pounds lighter because I don't want to say I lost 10 pounds because they're they're not really lost uh-huh. they're somewhere and I and I know how to find them but I'm <laughs> 10 pounds lighter <laughs> and I'm happy about it so hopefully you know I'll keep going I'll keep going but I will say this time around, um, I think there's so much options out there now, like with, when it comes to keto and like staying low carb, like I don't think it's really that difficult. The only thing that I will say that I'm missing is rice. I haven't had any sort of rice substitute um, and I do do miss my rice because I'm a rice eater.
2: I'm a rice eater. I'm just not a rice cooker. So I feel like <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't had rice in so long that sometimes I forget about it until someone makes it for me.
1: Yeah, rice is not my jam. My jam is potatoes. That's what was hard for me when I was doing keto. Oh yeah. I love a good potato. I'm like I'm like, too, I, like a potato. I cook it in it all the type of ways. <laughs> 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 I love potatoes. Boiled. Yep.
0: I found that yeah, I found this really good mashed cauliflower and I know mm. it's not cuz people need to stop with that shit. First of all, <laughs> I need people to stop immediately with Telling me shit is a replacement for something, like the other day I bought a big ass celery root, right? Because <laughs> somebody <laughs> told me I can make fries with it. <laughs> Bitch, I do not want no celery flavor fucking fries. And they're soft, and they taste like plastic. I'm sorry, this is not a french fry replacement, mm-hmm. so please stop
1: no.
0: lying to me. But this mashed potato, mashed cauliflower by Birdseye is mm-hmm. actually pretty good. It's not too thin, it's kind of like thick and more creamy. And I could do that with, like, a steak or, like, a grilled chicken or stuff like that. I'll take your word
1: for it, because I could never get into the cauliflower. I I mean, I do. Yeah. I did purchase some cauliflower bites. Like, they're, like, buffalo bites, Mm -hmm. but they're breaded. That's good, but it's breaded.
0: Yeah. You know what I'll never forget, Tangela? That salmon with the the little mashed cauliflower on top that we would get from that place before back in the day. Yes,
1: that organic place was delicious.
0: I was telling Gabby about it. That had a grip on us. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember. I always remember. A, I will always remember. It was a her. billion
1: dollars too. Um, yeah. Well, how was your weekends, guys? It was Mother's Day weekend that just passed. Well, what did y'all do for y'all mamas? Maybe I should ask that. My
0: mama was busy, so I really didn't get to do much <laughs> with her. But you know her. She she was she was. I saw her on Facebook like at an event and stuff. I'm like, okay, mom. Like, but well, we did have a chat. Um, and you know she's really simple, so we kept it super simple.
1: That's good. what did you do, All
2: right. I went to my mom's house because she cooked, of course, because the other two don't. But I spent the evening with her. But the crazy thing is I ordered flowers for her. And to this day, they still have not arrived. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yo, y'all just need to give me my money back. And my, we'll do something else at a later time because it is effing ridiculous. And the crazy thing is they said they delivered it on Monday. Uh-uh. I was like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, Thank right. God I bought it through a reputable um, retailer, and they gave me all my coins back.
1: That was like a hundred dollars. I'm like, uh uh-uh. mm dang, that's terrible.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: Well, I had a fantastic Mother's Day, tangent. I had a fantabulous uh, Mother's Day weekend. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. Andre got me a massage on Saturday afternoon, and it was amazing. I think, too, would add it to it. I enhanced it because they were like, oh, you can add an enhancement to it. And they're like, we have this CBD lotion. And I was like, I mm, don't want to do that. But I was like, yeah, let me do it. Man, I left there on cloud nine. I fell asleep on the table. I left there with no <laughs> care in the world. So I said, oh, this is the plug. <laughs> and then um, right. he like maybe like last month. I, I said, you know what I really want is just to, like, be alone for a night. Mm-hmm. And so he got me a hotel room as well. And it was really nice. Just like, for one night? I mean, I'm, come on. I have two young ones. I can't be waiting for multiple nights like that. Yes, unless it's work. Unless it's work. But, um, yeah, just a night. Like here? I'm not trying to be greedy. Just give me a night. And the the package he got, like, I had dinner. Breakfast was included as well. It was just really nice just not to think about other people and not even know what I wanted to do. And I ended up having dessert, like coffee and tea and, and dessert with a friend as well that evening. And it was just nice to have girl time, like not yeah. have to think about taking care of people, wiping noses and asses and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or think about feeding people. And it was just so nice. Yeah. Like I stayed there to the bitter end. I counted down. Like I tried to get late checkout. It wasn't available. They were busy. And I stayed, I counted down the minutes to 11 a.m. Then I walked downstairs and checked out. And, but when I got mm. home, nobody was here. Um, Andre's mother, he had his mother come up. And so they, she wanted to go to church with everybody. They went to church. They, Yeah, they went. she wanted them to go to church. I don't know why with two young ones, but they went to church. They came back late. So I still had a couple hours to myself. And then Andre got lunch mm-hmm. for everybody, which was really good. The seafood, like crab boil situation. Um, yeah, um so it was nice but he was like okay you're back so you're on duty now i said oh no i'm not it's still mother's day right uh no i'm not <laughs> yeah. sir um he had a helping hand what are you talking about he could right one more day every time i go out of town miraculously his mother comes up to help out but when he out of town <laughs> i held i hold it down by myself i think that's very interesting Mm-mm. That's yeah. her any hill um so I have a from the desk of Ryan. I know you have a rant or from the desk of as well.
0: Mm-hmm. You want me to go first. Yeah. Or would
1: you like to go first? You can go first. Okay. Here's my from the desk of. And I realized this. I was on social media the other day. I'm sorry, but did you write it down? Like, did I just hear like paper rustling? No, I have it on my phone and my notepad. Oh, <laughs> I was just like, oh my God. I was like, it's serious. Oh, go no, ahead. no, no. I have it on my, I, have, I mean, it's my equivalent of writing. I have my notepad app. I write everything. Mm-hmm. Type everything. Okay. I realized Everybody and they mama got a Patreon. Y'all notice that? Oh,
0: what? Like, oh, really?
1: Yeah, like, for those who don't know what Patreon is, a lot of people who are, like, in social media, they have either have podcasts or they vlog or they do various things. They're an influencer. Patreon is a way for them to... People can pay to subscribe and they do additional content for them. And so at first I'm like, all right, I respect the hustle. But now everybody and their DM mama got a patreon and i just want to watch stuff i just want to watch something and i have to pay for it like or am i thinking of it wrong like i i enjoy the contact you content you've been giving me and now i feel like you're robbing me and forcing me to pay per month to get this extra content and i refuse so i'm having a mini yeah. standoff with myself but I'm i've seen it.
0: that a lot i've seen that a lot yeah. it's ridiculous it's just like goddamn like yeah i really and I feel like you know what's so funny because I saw this a video about this about OnlyFans. Mm. So you know a lot of people are on OnlyFans, and you have to pay a subscription to see people's OnlyFans content. Mm-hmm. But now on top of that, people on OnlyFans are are having like these extra content that you have to pay single for like like a video or something. And it's like goddamn. I mean, everybody really, got a hustle, um, but I just
1: feel like it's too much. Like even I mean, we're they have an option in Anchor where we could charge people a subscription. Or mm-hmm. ask him to contribute to our podcast, and we've never done that. I'm just not with it. I ain't gonna ask the regular folk. I mean, I'm down for a sponsorship. Hello, but um, <laughs> but that's a, a give and take. Um, right. So yeah, I don't know. Like, I respect the hustle, but goddamn, can I just see some free content like I used to see? I wish
0: yeah. nothing
1: in this
2: world is free anymore.
1: Apparently not. it, Ryan?
0: So, mine is really simple. So, you know, I'm always on TikTok and Instagram scrolling. And I'm a firm believer that singers are born. Like, you are a born singer. You are not a taught singer. So, there are several people on here trying to sing to me. And I just want you to stop. Because I just, I don't (laughs) think that you weren't blessed. It's not your ministry. Sing to your mother, sing to your sisters and brothers. Just don't sing to me. Don't go on social media. I just feel like, you know, there's a certain finesse. There's a singer voice, right? There's a singer voice. Mm-hmm. I could hold a tune. I'm sure plenty of people can hold a tune. But you are not a singer. Mm-hmm. And that is something that you're born with. And I just really wanted to stop. And it's, you know, I feel like there are people are in this world who don't have um, a way to, to test reality. like Or, like, people don't, like, tell them, hey, you know what? Like, don't maybe, tell the truth. maybe mm-hmm. you should record that one. Don't record that one. Well, or people that might note. be or anything. Or
1: or people might be lying so, to them. There are a lot of artists who have hits who are not good singers, which we've talked about in the past. It's true. And they, you know, people lie to them or they're marketable or what have you. But
0: mm-hmm. It's like, you know, even even down to like the runs. Like, why are you doing a run? That's a stretch. Like, don't do the run. <laughs> Leave the run for somebody who can run. Like, you can't run. Oh,
2: geez.
0: Um. So, yeah. I mean, even the other day, like, I added one of my neighbors on Instagram. We're talking about the gym. And, you know, you'll see people's story randomly. And I saw this man rapping, and it's like, what are you saying? That's not a rap. Don't do that. Um, but, yeah, I think people are just out of touch sometimes. And it really, not that it bothers me. It's just like, I don't want to be saying to, you know.
2: If you can't say sing. Like right?
0: that. If you can't,
2: can't you sing. just scroll past
1: those people, though?
0: Yeah, I can. But, you know. It's still annoying. Sometimes you stay. It's still, yeah. You know, I'm mm. still
1: not on TikTok. I refuse because I know if I get on there, I will be addicted. So I continue to watch other people post things on Instagram from TikTok and I laugh Mm and it's entertaining and I keep it moving because I know it's going to be a problem if I get on TikTok.
0: Yeah, it's going to suck you in because I don't even go on Instagram anymore. I go on TikTok. I don't care about no Instagram.
1: See, I can't do it, but it is hilarious content, but I just wait for Mm -hmm. others to curate it and share it.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm always sending y'all links to to TikTok. Uh
1: You sure is. Yep.
0: Oh, I have another um thing that I want to talk about. So, y'all know <laughs> I have a cat oh. that I care about and I love. Okay. So I have another one now. Well, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I got a second cat. When
2: did you get a second cat? Why?
0: Like two days ago.
2: <laughs> and
1: you just
0: telling us? <laughs> yes, because I wanted to do the podcast.
1: It's <laughs> a big deal. <laughs> oh, shit. I wanted to do the podcast because. Back. Oh, my goodness. You got the a little look at yeah, that cutie.
0: Yeah, he's the cutie. His name is Sullivan. But
1: he looks so evil. Oh, why? Because he's black, Gabby.
0: That's a great cat. Because
1: he black. black.
0: He's great. Oh, he's great. He's
1: great. And Maybe. he look a little crazy. Wait a minute, wait a minute. But you know man. what? That, why that you was got your another cat? cat? And you be about ready to give away Cameo, but why you got another cat cat? I kitten?
0: know. So, 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 hear me out. I never was a cat person before. But now i think i am and it's really scary so like i have a really i have uh like i don't know a soft place in my heart for cats and like kittens and babies so like um so one have of my baby. friends her her brother, i know right i was like this is probably me like projecting i need to have a child um this my friend her brother has a workshop like he fixes whatever like everything um and they have a cat that comes by and hangs out she's a she's like she was young she's a young cat and then one day they said she was like crying and she was bleeding they thought she was dying so the next day come into the the workshop and she has three kittens i'm
1: sorry they left and her bleeding right they didn't take her to the vet. i
0: mean i guess not i mean she's like <laughs> a stray cat that comes hangs out i don't know people don't really have and i think a lot of people don't like cats like i just mm-hmm. think that that's the case um so she had these three cats and then you know like i think sh- they've had a, a, a situation where raccoons have killed the kittens like literally like beheaded the kittens the other kids in the backyard. No, like another another litter of kittens oh. that that they, that somebody that another cat had. Oh my god! I know the so,
1: raccoons was rab- thought of vicious like that. Yeah,
0: rabid, vicious. They buried some of the kittens. Mm. Mm-hmm. The raccoons buried so anyway, the
1: kittens.
0: Yeah, the raccoons them? are like
2: relatives of bears, right? Didn't The
0: raccoons raccoon buried the yeah. kittens. So anyway, like they're trying to find a home for the their homes for the kittens, and you know, one of the things that like has, has changed in personality since like. People haven't been home. He's been like a little sad. I'm like, maybe I should get him a little sibling. And the soft spot in my heart was like, all right, it was a rash decision the day before. And then the next day I got the kitten. And here I am.
1: And all two. I think about is cameo, pulling down your damn Christmas tree, messing up your table with wine. Um, all but let the me things. tell you, and now you got two of them.
0: God has blessed, well, hopefully. I mean, I don't know so far, but he is like super sweet. Like, in comparison to Cameo, like this cat is like so gentle and like loving and okay. very, very sweet. So it's hopefully a boy? he grows it's a boy. Um hopefully he grows into a, a nice a nicer cat than Cameo, not as mischievous. Well
1: how is, but how is Cameo with him? Yeah, how's Cameo? Did- he like hates it? him.
0: He hates life. Cameo hates every single person on earth right now. <laughs> He's very upset. Cameo ain't <laughs> signed up for this.
1: Cameo said, I'm the only cat. Cameo did not sign up. up you bitch. know
0: what he did? Because I have this I have uh Sullivan's stuff in the bathroom, like his litter, his food. Cameo went there and tore it up. Of course. Okay. Of course. Threw all the litter in the little baby's food, everything. So. But of course. is already
1: right. a hellion, and now you to added somebody else to the fold. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Lord. You
0: know, I think I think I enjoy crazy. I was talking about something like you enjoy crazy. Is that that's the problem? That's the toxic. My toxic trait is I enjoy crazy. So I think. Yeah, but I wanted to let you guys know on the podcast so I wanted to hear reactions and I wanted it to be recorded.
1: Oh, can I say Sullivan again? <laughs> Where'd you come up with the name Sullivan? That's very distinguished Pablo named for a cat. Sullivan.
0: Pablo named him. Baby, can you bring Sullivan? Why
1: well, is he like and who wants to call him with Sullivan? Sully. I had a teacher oh, I had a teacher named Mr. Sullivan, and we call him Sully, the teacher.
0: hmm Back in the day. Yeah. And we love Jasmine Sullivan. Like Jasmine Sullivan's my favorite artist. So he was like, Oh, we can name him Sullivan.
1: Aw well, Congratulations, Ryan, becoming another (laughs) cat parent. Oh, yeah. You know, I ain't going to lie to you, though. Sullivan looked a little weird to me, though. All right. Gabby, do you have a rant? I have a,
2: not a rant, but another Gabby can't read. So pronounce this word for me, guys S C H E M E.
0: Scheme? Scheme?
2: Scheme? All right. So y'all got it right. Can y'all guess no, what I said? No, I, I said so she first. Oh, I, I said she
0: All honesty. I said shimmy.
2: First. I said, what the shimmy. hell is shimmy? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm concerned like, about you. I'm concerned. I'm, I'm, I didn't say it out loud, but I think it takes me a while when I read a word. I'm like, what the hell is that? Shimmy?
0: How many of just start uh, doing crossword puzzles? Oh, I take a girl. class or
2: something. I was... I
0: was I'm reading
2: should take a class. I'm reading <laughs> readin books. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing, but I just... Sometimes the words catch me off guard. And it's... It, It is what it is. I guess that's what happens when you you live alone and you just watch Netflix all day. I don't know.
0: And it's not like you do drugs. I would say you're very intelligent. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I just
2: have my moments. Sometimes it's the the little words that get me. I'm like, scheme is is not a little word. It's a it's a little word. I mean, it's a tiny word. It's not a lot of letters. But I do have a story to tell you guys. So I remember a couple episodes ago, it was like. Mind your business, right?
1: That was last night.
2: Yes, actually, yes. <laughs> Thank you for the correction. And I think we had talked about this a while ago that I saw somebody digging their nose in their car and Tangible was just like, it's their car. Mind your business. <laughs> now, tell me if I should mind my business in this scenario, right? I'm on the bus, the express bus. So we're high up. We can see into other people's cars. I see mm-hmm. homeboy smoking a cigarette, but he looked like real comfortable. But then I look further, his hand is just like OD shaking. And I'm like, oh, no. wait a minute, it's seven o'clock in the morning. He looks extremely excited. I couldn't see anything.
1: But mm-hmm. I'm like, in
2: that scenario, do I mind my business or do I keep looking? Because I wanted to see, like, is he doing what I looking. think? I keep it. looking, I would want to see. I did, looking. but I couldn't see anything. Just based his off of was definitely your,
1: jerking. Just based off of your location, I would keep looking. It's not like you were eye level in another car. You were in the bus that's higher. Right, he can't necessarily right. see you, so I would have kept looking too to see. What oh, they can did. definitely
2: see you on that bus, but
1: and also, I feel he was feel concentrating like, on other matters, he wasn't looking. But also, but if somebody's that doing cigarette.
0: that, I low key, I think part of that is like what's that called when you like being seen, exhibitionism, yeah. exhibitionism, yeah. Whatever. yeah. And you know, I think he wants to be seen. I feel like if you're in a goddamn car.
1: 7 a.m.? You got thing. to rub one out that early in the morning? What hell? How, how was um, life stressed you out? You got to rub one out that early in the morning. He was probably coming off with late
2: shifts. Who knows? On his way home. Mm, that cigarette mm, looks mm. like he was having enjoying it. And I was like, oh, Gabby so Tanks has mind your business. But I can not help it. For these
0: folks, it. the question that I have is, what about the cleanup? Because that's not going to be yeah. lame. And he probably
1: ain't washed wash you his know. hands either. That's people's hands you'd be shaking him. That's
0: disgusting. disgusting. hmm i don't like people's body parts i
1: know all right i think it's a good time to take a break so we'll be right back and we're back so today's topic is in relation to um may being mental health awareness month and so there's been a lot um put out there about mental health and you know taking care of yourselves and then i also think it was Timely because it just came out today that Naomi Judd, who's a part of the Judd, right? The Judds?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: She um, committed suicide. Um, she was suffering from depression. I mean, earlier in the week, I saw um, uh, multiple things. Um, Chesley Chris's mom, um, she was the Miss, former Miss USA, who had committed suicide as well, who was who had major depression, but she was functioning. And it, I'm just like, man, this is so sad. And so we wanted to do something to highlight this a month, to bring awareness to it. So we felt as though, you know, we would share some of our current struggles or things that we're dealing with with mental health and hopefully it helps somebody and yeah. So Gabby, you gonna go first? Yeah,
2: I mean, I don't think mine is per se about me simply because I, I couldn't think of anything. And and maybe this is just me just kind of keeping self to self. But I did have a thought about my uncle. He's, he's actually my only uncle. He's my, my mother's younger brother. And as long as I've known him, he was homeless. But it never, like, bothered me. I was just like, oh, he's just a homeless guy. But he would come over and visit once in a while. Everybody in the building knew him. But as I got older, I realized, like, he wasn't, like, all together. When my mother used to tell me stories about... They all used to live together in the house. And, like, he just started, like, becoming erratic. Like, he used to pee in bottles and keep it under the bed. Mm. Um And then one day, I remember he came to the house and he said, I'm moving back home. So, like, he was leaving America. Full-blown citizen. Mm-hmm. And he had lived there when I since I was 10, at least. And I remember him saying, like... My mom was like, well, why don't you build a home? He's like, well, I'm a prophet. I'm a prophet. I'm living off the land. And it wasn't Mm -hmm. until I got older I realized, like, there was something, like, mentally wrong with my uncle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think my mother being his only sibling and she having, like, to deal with everything else in the family, she just kind of let him go, let him be. Mm -hmm. And I I don't want to say I almost forgot about him because for a while I did because out of sight, out of mind. And I remember the day my mom got the call that he died. Like she picked up the phone and she started crying. So I started talking to the man on the other side. He was like, yeah, I just call and let your mother know that we found your uncle and he was badly decomposed. I'm like, Uh how long was he dead that Mm -hmm. nobody saw him? I was like, this is is a testament to people who have mental illness and people just don't want to lend a helping hand. Mm-hmm. Um, because he died alone in yeah. a, I guess they said a field or somewhere Wow! and like he, he was a young guy I think he was about 60 mm-hmm. um, but in, I guess in his mind he lived a full life living off the land yeah. of being a prophet for God so I'm like
0: alright that's really sad and you know what like you know I think in my family like i feel like mental illness has plagued it in in different ways so when it comes to alcoholism yep. um when it comes to drug use i think even just like I, people have had mental health issues that have just gone undiagnosed right and i think my struggle a lot of times have been like you like some people do such damaging things right they make damaging decisions um and it's really hard for me to take out like the human aspect of it and just solely blame it on like just somebody's mental health situation right yeah. but I think that you know to some level people people deserve a little bit of grace and I think also if you have loved ones that are suffering from mental health issues I think you sort of have a little bit of a responsibility to check check in on them and make sure that things are going as smooth as possible as smooth as they can because I, I just don't think that I'm I'm a strong believer that a mental health um, someone who suffers from like really deep mental health issues. I don't think there's a, a quick solve and I don't think there's yeah. really a solve. I think someone struggles with that for their, their life. whole life and they learn to deal with it and live life with it. Um, but, mean, you as, know, it, it really is sad.
2: Yeah. true, Korean also... people, we tend to sweep things under the rug a lot. Just, yeah. I mean, just like what you were saying with alcoholism. Every man named George in my family was an alcoholic. Then we just started saying everybody with the first name G is an alcoholic. And I'm like, well, my name is Gabrielle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not going to be an alcoholic, but it was just like a running thing of my family. And my uncle, the yeah. different, well, my mother's uncle, he died from drinking. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Found, he was found I, dead yeah. in his house too. I'm like, God of well, mercy. I was going
1: to say what's tough is, and it kind of goes along with your uncle. Um, it's some, similar to, well, in response to what Ryan said. Sometimes it's hard when people with mental illness don't want help. So there's only so mm-hmm. much you can do. Yep. Like I have family members. Yeah. Who have who, are, who have issues and if you if they don't want help then there's only so much you can do
0: yeah yeah
1: unfortunately
0: and and a lot of times they don't see the wrong right they don't see the wrong because they're so caught up in this this mindset or they right because i that think they that,
1: have m- mental issues
0: yeah and they just see the world very differently from someone who who's not suffering from a mental health issue so they don't think that they need help or they don't seek the help that they actually do need. And then you, you, you go into a place where it's like, I want to help, but I can only help you as much as you want to be helped. And, and, and like, if you, if you're not willing to like do that, then there's nothing that there's really nothing that you can do unless you force somebody into a mental health institution, which is not fun. And like, I don't even know the repercussions for that, but I was going to say that Guyana has topped the world in, in suicide rates for a really long time i think i don't know if right now it's a two or one but i think mental health is, is a is a real big struggle over there i think a lot of times it's like people have lost hope in, in things there's there's a lot of there's not that many resources there so there's a lot of things that affect it and i think that you know some people get married or some people have families and they're still affected by by things that like you know they can't change and i think that I've seen it so many times where people commit suicide. Like I know of people who who commit suicide mm. because they just have a loss of hope, um, mm. or they they're struggling too much. And you know, I even I even saw the story of a couple that committed suicide together mm. um, because they were they were financially struggling and they had a kid and they left the kid to the grandparents, but they just couldn't do it. And it's like these things suck. Like it's really really like it's, it's hard. I mean. There's no way to help an entire nation um, who's struggling with that, but I think that like, if you have loved ones that that are suffering, I think it, it's important to, to at least stay connected. I would say. Yeah.
1: Um. You're supposed to start you know. start going, Ryan. Unless you want me to go.
0: No, no. no. All right. So I will go next about um, some of the the mental health uh, things that I've personally experienced um so at a very young age I, you know I've always struggled with my weight so it's always been something that's top of mind for me I wake up every single day and I think about my weight and it's like I think it's several factors I feel like the world expects everyone to be a certain size mm-hmm. and also I think like I had parents or a mom that also expected her kids to be a certain size so it was mm-hmm. also that struggle of like, I don't fit in, in the world and also I am disappointing my mom, you know, when I'm o- as, as an overweight person. So I think those two factors have, have led me into having an eating disorder or two eating disorders. So um, the first one was bulimia, which is which is crazy to even think about because I remember back like the the grip that that had on me. So believe me, if people don't know, it's sort of like this purging of what you've eaten. So a lot of times people throw up their food, but sometimes people also do laxatives. Mm. Um, to get rid of the food quickly. Um, so what that is, it's like you don't want to consume the, the the calories that you've eaten. And in a way to to get that out of your body and prevent further weight gain or cause weight loss, you you purge the food, right? And a- another aspect of that is, like, binging and purging. So you'll eat a whole bunch of food and then throw it up to get it out of your body. And I've definitely experienced that. And then, like, anorexia, and I think less than that. I think it was just really me trying to stay away from food I would not eat for days, mm. Um and it was like, to me, it was, I felt, and I, at the moment I was telling myself that this is a a test of your mental strength, right? Like you don't need that and you're, you're going to be thinner. And I would tell myself all these toxic things to stay to stay in this like mindset of like having eat, an eating disorder. And it was a real struggle. And I struggled with it for years until like I got out of college. And even years after college, um, it's always in the back of my head. It's like, maybe, you know, like, you, like, like, you know, just thinking about the eating, like, to use that as a tool, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, to to be thin, and it, it it was a real struggle. And I think I went through um, bouts of like bulimia for for years, like months of it, and then stopping. And mo- and it, it it was like the worst time because it's like, can you just imagine? I mean, the anxiety that you would get after eating. I think anyone with bulimia or who've ha- who've suffered from it, they would understand. Like, you eat and you have the most deepest anxiety because you're, you're already um, automatically thinking of how you're going to get rid of the food, right? So I remember being at work and doing it. I remember being an intern and, and doing it. And then, one of the things, too, I, I started interning for the company that I work for now, and there was a girl who also would like starve herself for days, and we would go to the gym twice a day oh, wow. and work out wow. with no food in our stomach, and I would allow myself an apple at the end of the day, and she wouldn't even do it. Um, but I say all this to say, it's like, I think you... When you think of yourself, like I think for me, the biggest reason or the push for me to be like in that situation was the lack of self confidence, and I thought that being thin and being skinny would make me feel better about myself, and having this control over what I ate also made me feel like I had power. Um, but but now I reflect and I'm like, it's it's really sad that I I went through that. And I put myself through that, and I thought that. That was the only way. Um, you know, I didn't understand nutrition at the time. I didn't understand how to like eat properly. I just knew that I wanted to be thin, and I did whatever I could to to get there, um, which is did really you sad ever now. I think about it. about it. Like my siblings know, um, and they knew. They clearly they knew as it was happening because they like would notice things. Um, but I never really told my parents. I never told my parents. But like I, I'll, t- I'll I'll share it because I think that it's a part of me that I'm happy that I got over and I, and I, I came out of, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I don't mind. That's why I don't mind sharing it.
2: And what's your, what would you say is the impact to you today?
0: So today I think, I mean, I think it's still, um, I still struggle with my weight obviously. And I still think about, um, the way I eat and I still like, I think it has really, it's always, you know what the funny thing is it's made me think of food in a way, right? Like, so and this might be so gross in TMI, but, like, I knew certain foods would would come out better, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, I would be able to throw it up yeah. easier. Like, rice was difficult because it's, like, little pieces of rice. Like, bread was easy. Anyway, so the point is, like, I still think of it, like, like good and bad food. And I still, I still consider rice, like, a bad food in the way of, like, this will be hard for me to get rid of if I need to. But also, I think I've also suffered from GERD, which is, like, acid reflux and, like, um, just uh, issues with that. And I think it came out of being bulimic for for over, for years, for over 10 years, um, off and on.
1: How did you heal yourself, though? Because did you seek help, like, professional help? Like, how did you? I didn't
0: seek help, but, like, I remember feeling so shitty, right? Because, like, I was, I was bulimic, but I was still overweight right mm-hmm. and it was like to me it, i sat there and i'm like this is make this makes no sense like what are you doing like you're not you're not and it wasn't even about like my health it was like you're not doing anything that makes sense right like this is not what your goal is by doing this is not happening right mm-hmm. so I, like i think i slowly taught myself to like you know what like being overweight is it's better than doing this like this right here is like i like you, you can't even imagine like the moments of like you you like you eat your throw up and you feel like shit after like why did i do that i just wasted all this food i'm just like doing something that like it's crazy i'm being secretive about things um it just felt all all wrong um and i think that thinking about it in that way helped me to like overcome it but i will say like i don't think it ever like leaves the back of your head like when you when you've gone through things like that like it never leaves the back of your head like the experience and then like you know, I think that some of it was a good experience for me in the fact that I lost weight and I felt thin and I felt like in control. I think those two things, like, I'll never like I'll never forget the feeling of like being like, oh, I finally learned how to be thin. And that, that was not the way. Mm-hmm. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: but like, you know, I, I always think about it. I will say. Wow.
1: I'm
2: glad yeah. you're still healing, though, because it is. A yeah. process. <laughs>
1: And I appreciate yeah. you for having the courage to share that with us. And hopefully that helps somebody, a listener who is struggling. Um, yeah.
0: And it, and I will say one last thing. I think it's it's very stigmatized for men to have eating disorders. Yeah, um, you don't hear
1: about
0: it a lot. But, yeah, and we've heard, like, and Carson Daly had an eating disorder for years that he, he finally came out and talked about. Mm-hmm. But men suffer from it, from it a lot. And you would think about, like, high school students who are in certain sports like I, I like I they have weight requirements for certain mm-hmm. things. I think a lot of a lot of um like young young men are are, are suffering from that where they are you know maybe not believing but starving themselves to stay in a certain weight or you know eating very little. Um so I've seen that too like swimmers and stuff like that.
1: Oh wow, well, I've never even heard of that.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: Well, uh to round it out, my I would say One thing that I'm currently struggling with, and I feel like it's gotten worse as I get older, is a fear of death. I can remember always having this fear, like, and it more so being late at night when I was younger. Like, I don't know, my mind would start wondering and I would start thinking about, oh my gosh, what happens when I die? And I'm very religious and spiritual. I do believe in a higher power. I do believe in a heaven. And so it messes with my mind that I have such anxiety and get stressed out thinking about death. And I think for me, it's just like, what happens after? Um, And I feel like it's gotten worse because I'm older and I have children now and, you know, have started my own family. And so sometimes my mind will wonder, and I'm like, oh my gosh, when this life is over, what happens? What happens to me? Mm -hmm. Like that's the, uh, and I don't, and it's just like a mind mess because i believe in heaven but i'm also like freaking out like what happens to me like do i get to watch my loved ones do i am i reunited Mm. with my loved ones who have passed and i don't know it just starts i just go i start spiraling and so i see a therapist and she has helped me to like work on various things to like ground me when i start having that like tailspin turn exercises so i'm you know it calms me down, and I'm not thinking about it because we all know death is inevitable. We don't know when, yeah. but it's inevitable. And so, you know, trying I try to focus on the here and now and what I have, and mm-hmm. and try not to like freak out about it. But it is something that I yeah. struggle with occasionally.
0: Yeah, I remember as a younger person when I fought, first found out what death was. I remember being like extremely like scared about it. Mm-hmm. And I still think that I am scared of death. Like I think the loss of a loved one is definitely something that scares me. Um, but you know, I, I was gonna say I didn't know that you had this this struggle because I remember I brought something up one day and you're like, no, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's kind of a weird reaction, but but it makes sense now because you you just don't like like talking about death and and how that can affect you personally. So it is scary. I mean, I, I think that like one of the things that I find solace in is that. I'm a, a believer in God, and I'm, I believe that there's a, a better place. And I also believe that people are here for a reason. And I, I don't think that um, you'll never see your loved one again. So I think about that often. If, if if I ever fall into the the slippery slope of like thinking about the death of a loved one, because I think that can go so many ways. And then also thinking about your own passing at some point, it has to happen, right? So it's like you're working to, like sometimes I feel like you're working towards that, which is a scary thought but um i think just enjoying life and really making the moments that you have as special as possible has has also made me feel better about that
1: and i mean it helps me somewhat but it does still freak me out like yeah what like truly like and then sometimes i'm like are people reincarnated like i just start having all these wild thoughts like are people reincarnated Mm -hmm. would i be reincarnated Mm -hmm. how does that work like it's just i don't I, i just think it's like my personality type wanting to know what's coming next and so that's why i'm really yeah. trying to just embrace life as it comes and not get consumed with that because i need to enjoy life and not think about what's next right but I ain't, mm-hmm. but it does freak me out. i ain't gonna lie to you it freaks me out like when this life is over then what happens
2: i've had this yeah. conversation with my priest before and he's I, I i've asked about like reincarnation he was just like as christians we don't believe in reincarnation i was just like not this christian <laughs> because you can't tell me that sometimes people don't come back as in other yeah. forums uh-huh. but then one of the, I don't know why he does this sermon every now and again but he does a sermon of when you go to heaven like you won't take your illness you're this but you'll just be your perfect self but he I don't know what I don't know how he brings this part up but he's like you won't have sex in heaven and people just like wait what yeah <laughs> and I'm like why? like, why did he bring it up? But it's like, you're in your, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's That's odd, an, earthly of it's course an earthly desire. It's an earthly desire that have. you leave here on Earth. Yeah. But You said you won't because
1: it's an earthly, earthly desire?
2: I, I don't remember what he is, But, but I, I would say I've never really had a fear of death. Like, when Tanja brought it up, I was, I was pretty sh- surprised because Tanja is like a tough cookie. Mm-hmm. So I was surprised yeah. when you said it. But I think death has never really hit me until like last year that was the first year i can actually think of crying from someone dying i'm Mm -hmm. like all the people i've known that have passed away i've never shed a tear i'm like last year i definitely did i was like i don't know if i'm getting older i'm just starting to see death in a different way Mm -hmm. but i can understand um tangela's point of view for sure
1: i hope you know i hear some I hear and I've seen, I've experienced where some people are like, depending on what they're going through in life, like illness, not like depression. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm ready. And yeah. I'm like, woo-wee, hoof. Uh, been- My yeah. aunt has
2: been saying that for years. And that's yeah, that's yeah. scary Still to me. And I'm like,
1: am I going to get to that point? Maybe by then I'll get to that point and it won't be as scary mm-hmm. to me. But now... Like I said, mm-hmm. it freaks me out because I want to see my kids grow up and their yeah. kids and you know. But you know, it's interesting Tangela, you you kind of made that
2: decision sometime when you were having Micah. Remember you told Andre to choose Micah over you. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that's pretty heavy.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I You know, I didn't think of it that way. I guess you're right. That, yeah, like in a crisis, yes. She was mm-hmm. a child over me yeah i guess you're right It's a different mindset yeah. when you think about your child yeah
0: mm-hmm. and like for me like one of the <laughs> like my biggest fear used to be like you know something happening out on the streets like i feel like anything happened out there so like whenever i do pray i pray for everyone like as they make their way anywhere like mm-hmm. me, like hopefully you know i pray that they make it safe because mm-hmm. i feel like that's that is where my anxiety comes in, I think, more so than any sort of, like, disease or anything like that, or old age. I think, like, freak accidents and stuff like that, that freaks me out, the thought of it. Um, yeah, so that's why, happen. like, you know... It's crazy. Yeah. That's why, you know, I'm, I'm an advocate for people who are drinking and, dri- like, not to drink and drive, or, um, you know, during certain times, like, if it's really busy and there's a lot of traffic, don't drive outside, like, when there's a lot going on, like, July 4th and stuff like that. Like, I'm always an advocate for that, just because, like, I feel like that will prevent um that that risk. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't know, but um, death is death is um what do they say it's just inevitable. so unknown that that's, yeah, it's un- yeah, inevitable, but like it's just so unknown that people are are afraid of it. Like everyone's afraid of the unknown.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's what it is, but I don't want to be. So yeah. I'm continue to work on <laughs> not You know, having that anxiety and going into a husband, I'm going to continue to work on it with my therapist. Um, But, you know, I hope us sharing our thoughts on this have helped people. Or if you've been thinking about seeing somebody, you know, I definitely recommend it. You should talk to somebody, another, you know, unbiased party to help you work Mm through things in life. And, you know, I pray that our listeners are not struggling like, you know, the people that we mentioned before. Um, And if you are struggling, just seek some help. That's all we can ask for. It's just very tough because you never know. Like Gabby said to me, like you said it, like you you think I'm a tough cookie and you never know, like I fear death or that what other people are going through and you have no idea because people are functioning. And it's just very scary. Like this month, hearing all these stories, I'm just like, man, you just never know. So all you can do is just try your best. Like I try to check on family and friends. I try to tell them I love Mm -hmm. them. If I think about them, I'll text them. Like even this week is so funny. I texted, um. A close friend, and I was like, You got this. And she was like, I needed that. And I didn't even know. I just <laughs> something in me told me, You got this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I, you know, I empower people to do the same thing. If you think about somebody, just, you know, text them, I love you, or You got this. Cause you never know. You could be saving somebody's life. Not yeah. to say I ain't saved my friend's life, but just she, she said she needed yeah, it because yeah. she was she going through yeah. stuff. <laughs> but you, but yeah. you may save somebody's life though. You never know. Mm-hmm. So just be mindful of yeah. that. Like you got to check on your strong friends and those yeah. who are outwardly struggling.
0: Yeah, it's true. I feel like, I feel like the couple of times, like I have no chance Chancellor like Gabby have, like you both have checked on me in times where it's like, it is more than just being checked on. It's like being heard right like i think people feel like i have people in my corner and i i need that right i need that i need the feeling of like i have support i have people who love me i have people who care about me yep. um so the there have been times when i feel like i felt like really low and i'll hear from someone i'm like hey i just want to check how like how are you mm-hmm. and just that just the fact that somebody's been thinking about you is helpful and yep. and helps you get through like difficult times so yeah i agree with you i
2: mean even even when Tangel fat shamed me here I think go. that
0: was... Oh, my God. It was necessary.
2: Here It was necessary. We go. Because without her, I would not have found out that I had a, a health problem going on. So thank you for fat shaming me.
1: You're welcome <laughs> for me being concerned. I'm going to spin it. I was not fat shaming you.
2: No, she was not.
1: But you're welcome. <laughs>
2: you're
1: welcome. On that note, I think we're going to end this podcast. This is, the beginning was a little more jovial. The ending is a little more somber. But again, we hope this has helped somebody... need help please seek resources um as always thank you for your support we appreciate it continue to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend make sure you are following us on our ig page at can i underscore say something and um be sure to like uh follow us subscribe leave a review on all the platforms that we are on and until next time we will talk to you later bye
0: He looks, he he's looks so
1: Sullivan does look like he's a little touched by the devil. I ain't gonna lie to you now. He do look a little, them eyes don't look too this, right. That's what I was, was like, he look a little. Gabby's right. Oh no, Sullivan look a little weird. Oh no. But that's right? how
0: they look, that's how they look with their TDs. No, nope, I've ball. had a kitten.
1: That kitten looked like he just spawned the devil. I mean. Really? Y'all need to pray over so Sullivan. He's gonna take
2: over cameo
0: real quick. <laughs> y'all need to pray over um,
1: Sullivan. Okay. Not- not That's send a so prayer out
0: for Sullivan. I Pray, hope, you pray know.
1: over Sullivan. I said, less Sullivan. There's being mean to you. Yeah, Don't him listen. Me. He's so sweet. Look at he him. Looks like he got weed.